What's up, everybody? This is Joe from the Brutally Sober Podcast coming at you with the Alcoholics Anonymous Deep Programming Podcast. What do you guys think about that? This is my buddy, Bobby C. from Anonymous Addiction. What's going on, Bobby C.? Joe Zuppi. Hello. How you doing, Joe? Uh, everything's good over here in Huntington Beach, California. We're connecting. We're going to get into uh, deprogramming the step four. Uh, that's Man, that step four is brutal. Well, we probably won't even get into five. Step four is so deep. But if we do, we can. But we're going to start deprogramming step, uh, step four today. We'll see what happens. Our 10-minute podcast could be 10 minutes. It could be 65 minutes. We never know. You never know. Yeah, I heard one guy in a meeting say he doesn't understand why the fourth. So we're going to get right into it. I heard a guy say in the meeting was he said he doesn't understand why the fourth step is so hard for everyone because you've already done it. You've already actually done all those things. Now all you have to do is uh, tell them to someone else or, or admit them or write them down or whatever it is you got to do. You already did the hard part. You know what I mean? So. Uh, what's step four? Made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Well, uh, by the way, last episode, I remember you mentioned that I did never did the steps. I did do the steps. Uh, it was real quick. I had a sponsor that took me through them like a couple weeks. Um, I didn't have this crazy experience afterwards or any kind of crazy experience after any individual one of the steps, but I did them as honest as I could. Um, and this is one of them that I did, but with step four, I mean, as I was drinking and I, I was actively drinking, I always had a conscious perspective of all the things that I was doing at the time. I mean, now I have a little bit different of a perspective because I'm kind of set back. But as I was doing these things, I knew things that I was doing was wrong. I just didn't want to stop doing them. Um, some of the things I, I was doing, I, I could, like, I felt like I was, I could, I was already admitting everything to myself, but I was like, it was, I kind of like compare it to like, you're mourning someone uh, before they even died yet. Um, because I already like, I already acknowledged all these, all these things. So when I had to just uh, write them down on a piece of paper, it's like, yeah, I've already been through this a hundred times in my head. It's not a big deal for me. So uh, made it, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. This is supposed to be like the hardest thing for everyone. Everybody talks about this one like it's so bad. But guess what? Anything in your inventory you already have done in real life. So what's the big deal? Yeah, well, uh, you know, going back to step step three, before we even get to four, like, let me ask you, did you do the steps in rehab when you went into rehab? No. We just go the over rehab, they didn't vaguely they we they go over like one, two, and three, kind of, but not a lot. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't do steps oh, okay. until I got out. 
uh, with my sponsor, like maybe two months later, maybe a month later. Okay. So step, step three, it, this is what we had to do in step three when we're reading the big book. I'm, I'm going out of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're now at step three. Many of us said to our makers, now this is what we read at step three. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away the, my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will. When they're saying thy, they mean God. So may I do God's will, God's love. You know, it, it's asking me to relieve me of the bondage of self. It's, it's asking me to take away myself and give it, give it over to the care of Alcoholics Anonymous. Then when we get into step four, I worked this step many different times. And the, the more, like, because at the 10th step, it says continue to take inventory. So it's almost like you, when, you co when you go back to meetings, Joe, you know, and you hear more things about uh, the steps, if you go to a step meeting or if you go to a big book meeting, they're going to constantly repeat this stuff. Now, step four, it says, before, this, before it says step four, it says our liquor was but a symptom. Now, for me, alcohol and drugs were a problem, okay? They weren't a symptom. They were, they were a problem, okay? So right there, they're going to get me into step four. Now, when I take step four, they're going to want me to do an inventory myself after saying that I'm insane after saying that really my will, I must give it over to their care. They want me personally to be my own therapist and understand the true nature of my emotions, feelings, and all the things that, that I interact with life when the step four. In the beginning, it's like, I could do it. I could do a real quick one, but I'll never be able to do a thorough step four because it takes like, there's people that go to therapy for 10 years and still don't uncover a lot of stuff about their true nature of themselves. You know, that takes, that takes a, a, a journey of, of dis uncovering, recovering, discovering stuff about ourselves. But made a searching fearless moral inventory First, they said we were insane in step two. And my thinking got me here. Don't think, don't drink. And now they're telling me that I personally have to dig into this inventory and find all these things about myself, you know? What do you think about that, Joe? Uh, an effort to face and be rid of the things in ourselves which have been blocking us, our liquor was but a symptom. Uh, I'm not convinced that liquor is a symptom all the time. Uh, a lot of the time, liquor is a symptom uh, or a medicine for whatever mental illness you're dealing with. But liquor is addictive. Okay, you can have a pretty good life and fall into the habit of drinking alcohol every day. And it's just going to change your brain chemistry and you're going to become addicted to it. And then 
then you might be uh, creating some uh, mental problems for yourself because you're addicted to a substance that's altering your mind every single day. Um, our liquor was, but was a symptom. Uh, well, I say maybe, but liquor is an addiction. That's what it is. Liquor is an addictive substance, just like cigarettes and coffee, except with alcohol, it's, it's mind altering and it, and it, and it uh, is addictive to me, mind and body. I'm still addicted to it in my mind, I think. I, still, I haven't rid myself of what they call the mental obsession. I, I, I don't think I've gotten rid of that yet. I know I haven't gotten rid of that yet. Well, going on, it says it's, it, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just taking notes from the big book. I read, read this step four over and over many, many times. And I'm, I have to reread it all the time again to comprehend what I don't agree with. Like it talks about mentally and physically ill. Okay. So they're saying I'm mentally and physically ill. I have a spiritual disease. These are all words right from the step four, I'm spiritually sick. And, you know, I, me personally, they're taking the self away from me. They're saying you're diseased, you're mentally sick, you're physically sick. And, you know, I don't, I don't really buy all that. And especially if you're agnostic or an atheist, how can you even sit in these meetings and hear that stuff over and over again? Uh, I, I don't understand how, atheists and agnostics or even starting their own group in AA and still being, instead of uh, uh, leaving the whole pyramid of Alcoholics Anonymous but starting a whole secular agnostic and atheist or free thinking believers outside of the whole society of Alcoholics Anonymous. I don't understand not doing that because they are doing it. And then it talks about well, I'll just let you could talk on about what I would just said about that sickness, the illness, the diseased. Yeah, they said um, being convinced that self manifested in various ways was what had defeated us. We considered its common manifestations. And then it says uh, resentment creates disease, basically resentment uh, creates spiritual disease. So the fourth step wants you to get rid of all your resentments. Four step is basically telling you to um, acknowledge that you have resentments. So I guess the fifth step, so that in the fifth step, you can let it go. Um, do resentments create a spiritual malady? Maybe. Um, is your spiritual malady going to be cured after you acknowledge everything? I don't know. Um, going back to what you said about atheists in the program, they can, they can make a whole new program if they want. And it could, and it will probably end up being the same thing if they, if they try and do all the 12 steps and just change the wording around to it. If you're going to change, if you're going to, if you're an atheist or agnostic or whatever the hell that means, 
because I always get confused. Uh, you could you could change the word self in the big book, and you could change the word self and put ego there, and you could change the word God and put spirit, soul, your true nature, whatever. You can change words like that in here that are based from Christianity and it will make sense to you that way. It makes sense to me that way. A lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. A lot of it does make sense when I, when I change the wording around for it to make sense for myself. I'm basically just reading it however I want to basically. Or well, basically that, that then we all are making our own programs up anyhow. Yeah, I guess so. And we're not following Alcoholics Anonymous program. Yeah. You know, so why are we even in Alcoholics Anonymous program? You know, if we're changing that, like you just said, if we're changing everything, we, I believe we need to, we have to, and, and it's mm -hmm. impossible not to, then why, why do we even go to AA meetings? And it goes back to probably... When you go back, you said you're going to go back for the fellowship, the camaraderie, uh, and hearing stories and stuff like that. And it's going to be interesting when you start going back to AA meetings and come back on the program. You could you could go you could bounce some of this stuff back to us from your perspective of going back to a meeting after hearing some of this stuff that we're talking about deprogramming. Yeah. And when I'm th this this is you know I'm not an expert. I'm not a psychologist or a therapist, even though I am a therapist with my own life in the sense I am today. It, this, this podcast can be for people that are just going to go into treatment. People are thinking about possibly other people trying to force them into treatment or Alcoholics Anonymous. This is a program for people that are in treatment that are coming out and going to go into Alcoholics Anonymous. This, this can be a program for people that are in AA and do want to deprogram themselves because they're, they want to stay, but they don't buy everything. This, could, this is a program for people that are planning on exiting and going somewhere else besides Alcoholics Anonymous. And this is for people that are already left and still confused about some of this bullshit that they've been processing in their heads for years and years and years. So that that I just wanted to say that for the viewers. And there's a lot of like people, in the in the book. Go ahead. There's a lot of people in AA that that have the motto, uh, "Take what you need and leave the rest." And then there's a whole lot of them that hate the people that say that. But for the people that say, um, "Take what you need and leave the rest," or people that think, "Hey, this is a selfish program. Do what you got to do for yourself." Uh, maybe this uh, kind of material we're going over is the stuff you might want to listen to. Yeah. But not only that is that then you're not working the AA program because it tells, we'll go over this over and over again. It says in here, if you don't do these things, you're probably going to drink again and possibly, you know, like, like right here on page 66, it says, 
The insanity of alcohol returns and we drink again. And with us to drink is to die. We found that it is fatal for when we harboring such feelings, we shut off ourselves from the sunlight of the spirit. You know, we're, we're going to say, take what you want and leave the rest, but they keep on saying over and over again that if we don't do these things, we're going to fail. Okay. Even back, like it says here in this book, you, you read it again and again, the faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves. It's constant, that's, that's on page 71, at the bottom of 70, it's, it says, in this book, you read again and again that faith did for us that we could not do for ourselves. It keeps on talking about faith in God over and over again, faith in God, faith in God. When it says he, it's God. When it says him, it's God. So it says it over and over again. We hope you are convinced now that God can remove whatever self-will this whole thing is about taking yourself and giving it over to God. I don't care how you cut it. I don't care how, what, take what you want and leave the rest. If you stay in Alcoholics Anonymous for years and years and years, like I said, what I, I stayed in, you're going to hear this over and over and over again, and you're going to feel guilty and fearful and ashamed that you're not working this program like everybody else is because something's wrong with me because I'm not doing it the way this book tells me to do and there's a possibility that I'm going to die you know so it's easy to say take what you want and leave the rest you know I don't know who made that up but it didn't I don't think it came might it might be in this book somewhere but I don't buy all that they don't want you to take what you want they want you to take this whole thing and swallow it so get back to what get back getting back to that Joe what you got uh let's see here uh we can't be angry we're not allowed to be if we're angry we're, we're gonna die did you know that if alcoholics get angry that means we don't have freedom from anger and anger is poison and we're gonna die that's what the book is telling me but you know what i think it's just saying is Listen, you got to practice letting shit go, man. Just that's that's what it is. You just got to practice letting stuff go. All right. That's what step four is acknowledging all your crap. And step five. Can we I'm going to can we jump to step five? I'm going to jump to step five. You're paused on the screen right now. You can talk about it, but we got so much we got so much more. Yeah, we got so much more on step four, but go uh, ahead. Because it said step five, committed to God, to ourselves, and to another human being. Well, if if you're admitting it to God, why do you got to admit it to another human being? If you have already acknowledged all this stuff, I mean, why do you have to bring anyone else into it? I, I just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Step four is is acknowledging all your stuff. And step five, I guess, is just letting it all go. But this is just if anyone my advice, if you if you're gonna be going to AA, I'm I'm gonna continue to go to AA. People are gonna say this is the program. Okay, this book is the program. This 
book is for me a, a reference to use when I want it as I go through my day sober, okay? this When I want to pick this up, I'm going to pick it up. When I want to leave it down, I'm going to leave it down. But for all these hardcore guys that are going to try and intimidate you and say, you have to go by this word for word, it's a, it's a bunch of, it's a, it's a bunch of BS. BS, yeah. Like just the word, you, you mentioned anger. In other words, this four step wants to take all emotions away from me. I'm not allowed to have emotions. Anger is an emotion. It's, it's actually, uh, sometimes when I get angry, I get passionate. It's sometimes anger is more love because I'm, I'm, I'm angry about certain things that are going on in the world. And I have these emotions and it could be passion. I'm, I'm passionate about these evil things that go on in the world. So, and it shows out as anger. Talk about resentment. I mean, if you really look up resentment, the word resentment, bitter indignation, having been treated unfairly, a complex multi-leveled emotion that has been described as a mixture of disappointment, disgust, anger, mistreatment, wrong, fear, the common emotions, forced to accept, okay? They want me to deny these common emotions of resentment. I resent a lot of things today. You think I'm gonna give up resentment? No way. Uh, I, re I resent the fact that people are going into Alcoholics Anonymous and not being told the, the real deal until you know, years and years later when they just keep on getting sucked into it. I, 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 resent, I resent the fact that they're trying to take my care and my will over and say, I can't have these emotions because what they want me to do in step four is actually always look at myself. Now, how about these people that, that had trauma in their lives as children, okay? Been raped, sexually abused, uh, all kinds of stuff has happened to us as, as, as children and as adults, you know, men and women. I'm supposed to deny, forgive, and forget and only look at what I've done, you know, that in itself uh, is not a good thing to do because a person can stuff all their stuff down. Because see this book, it all says in here and over and over and we'll get into more of it. It all talks about you giving it over to God. Let God take care of it. God will do this for you and God will do that and faith will do it. Well, after years and years and years, I found out that, was, that wasn't true. Okay, first of all, I didn't believe that God does that. I don't believe in a mysterious, uh, magical person up in heaven and hell. I don't have, believe in heaven and hell. So I don't even buy none of that stuff. I believe in cause and effect, you know? If somebody has done really physically harm to me, I need to acknowledge that, you know? And I need to um, maybe do something about it. You know, I mean, if, some somebody somebody has been raped or something they might need to go to the police or confront their people for, to confront the, the the molesters or something like that this always talks about giving the other person a pass hmm. uh with yeah. forgiveness uh it all, always talks about every twist of character every uh, their their dark cranny of the past 
withholding nothing, you know. Um, it talks about me, just me, 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 me. Look at me, no, nobody else. Let me forgive and have tolerance and patience towards everybody else. And when, uh, when it gets into the sex, it's in page 68. Okay, you got anything to talk about that, Joe? Then we'll get into this sex inventory over here, which kind of trails on what I'm saying. Um, what's up down here? It said, uh, re rely on God. You may have just went over this. We trust an infinite God rather than our finite selves. We are in the world to play the role he assigns. Now, they're trying to get you to just open up and let God take over. I don't know how that works. I don't know how people do that in their head without changing these words around. Um, but I think it's basically like a, a placebo pill. If they are going to believe that God is working through them, God is or he isn't, um, they're, they're believing that it is. So they're just going through the motions. If that's how they want to do it, then that's they, they can do it that way if that's how they want to do it. It doesn't make sense to me. Maybe the the placebo is, is working, you know, positively overall, but it's still kind of like a, I don't know, it's weird to me. But if that's how people want to stay sober, you know, I'll let them. And going into the, uh, to the sex thing, I didn't even, I knew most, most of my interactions were, you know, alcohol filled late nights. And I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't even have to go over it again. I knew in the morning what I did was wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it, on page 68, it talks about he, him, God, every time it says he or him, it's God, you know, he, he assigns, uh, humbly rely on him. Does he enable to, you know, creator, God, God, him, he, him, he. I mean, this is over and over on just this one page, you know. Don't trust yourself. Trust God. And you know what? It, it does work for people because here's, here's the definition of, like, let's just use, it does work. And you're right. The placebo effect is, is true because we're denying ourselves and giving it over and we're actually doing it, but we're giving credit to somebody else. We're giving mm -hmm. credit to AA. Uh, I don't care if it's Al-Anon or Smart Recovery or Freedom. I don't care who you're, you're giving credit over to somebody else when really you're doing it. It's, it's you. You right. give credit to God, but you know, it's your world. It's what's doing it. Here's a cult. If you look up the word cult, cult is a society, a social group that is defined by its unusual religious, spiritual, or philosophical beliefs, or by its common interest in a particular personality, object, or goals. Okay, now, personality, in a particular personality, that's Bill W. and Dr. Bob, okay? Objects, it's the AA coins given out to millions every day. It's a, it's a constant, constant tying into you, binding you to the program. Here's a coin, 90 day, here's another one, another one, another one. Stay around, you'll get another one. And the goals, 
And, and Alcoholics Anonymous goals is a lifetime devotion and a lifetime of recruiting others. I don't care how you buy it because most of the people that leave Alcoholics Anonymous are, are they're getting sober on their own anyhow. They're staying sober. Uh, there's no statistics about that. People are leaving, going to different programs. They get recovered by this, that. They stay sober on their own. They don't need anything. They just quit drinking and stop just like you quit smoking. But the, the cult mentality, it, people don't like these word brainwashing or cult. But if you look these things up, there's an indoctrination and a manipulation of all these. And there's not a lot. I mean, the big book is only 164 pages, right? But the step book, and they got so many other books after that. You know, the step book is deeper and goes wider. And then the traditions lock you in even heavier. So, like, it sounds like you, you probably were like me in the beginning, Joe. You didn't buy all this stuff, but you stayed around. You're staying around. So you're going to go learn more stuff, you know? My, my aspiration and inspiration and hope is that I can possibly pass on some things so people can do that. They can stay in their program if they want, and they can discern what they don't buy and do buy without the guilt, shame, and fear because someone else is validating what they kind of feel and sense and resonates with them. Right. You know, so they can go in, but sooner or later, they're going to, if, if they want to sooner or later, they're going to say, no, this is bullshit. There's other places I can go. Let me go, or let me check out this, this place. Let me go to, uh, recovery dorm, check out a meeting here. Let me go to here. Let me read a book. Let me check this out. Let me go beyond the box and then get some more information. Then I can feel more comfortable if I go back and I don't want to stay. You know, I have a place to transition to instead of just saying, screw AA, AA don't work, you know, and then go out and drink or drug again. You know, I don't want to see that happen. I'm not trying to do that to anybody. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, let's see uh, here. Um, you're going to fail if you don't complete your house cleaning. Um, the book, it says, we're under uh, constant fear and tension that people are going to find out what we did. And that makes for more drinking. So we're just going to be walking around uh, with all these secrets and we got all these skeletons in our closets and it's going to eat away at us and they're telling us we need to find humility and fearlessness and honesty and basically for me step five is going to be just just let it out bro just let it out Put my hand on your shoulder, little guy. You just cry it out if you want to, all right? Just let it out. That's all you got to do. Just talk You talk to a fucking wall if you want to, all right? You ain't got to get anyone else involved. Just acknowledge your stuff and let it go. It ain't that, it ain't that easy letting it go. But you got to practice letting things go like you practice the guitar, okay, or anything else. Uh, I've been practicing just sitting quietly in a chair by myself with 
no TV, no uh, music, just the sounds that I hear. I had to practice that. I had to practice patience. I had to practice letting things go uh, every single day. It's, 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 a, it's a practice, but guess what? You're not gonna die if you don't, if you don't do it right, all right? You're gonna be all right. Right on, that's a good message. See, that's a good message because we're coming from two different, you know, Joe is still going. He's still going to continue Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. I think, Joe, you have about two years sober. Didn't you just celebrate two years? Um, year and a half. Year and a half. I've been around for many, many years. And uh, so we're coming from two different realities and perspectives, but really we're coming together with a common thread of really – yeah, keep it simple. Keep it simple. You, you you don't have to buy all this stuff, you know. I proved everything wrong, and I went. I did everything and didn't do everything, and I stayed sober, you know. Um, one thing I would say that that there's a common thread through everything that that has to do with healthy uh, letting go of habits is a desire to want. It a, a desire means wanting and craving. So. I still have a desire that I want freedom from a lot of different things. Me personally, I'm in recovery. I'm uncovering, recovering, and discovering a lot of different truths about Alcoholics Anonymous, not only Alcoholics Anonymous, but society, the world, and the universe in itself. So I'm, I'm on this, this, I call it a life journey. I don't even call it recovery anymore. I'm on this life journey of still discovering new things. And I think that's what me and Joe are trying to do here to to help newcomers there's a lot of people that are going to relate more to joe than me you know and there's some people that are going to relate to me uh maybe a little better than joe so we're here we're teachers and students at the same time that's right what you got joe um i don't have i don't have much more than that. i didn't uh take a whole lot more from step five than uh what i just mentioned before um the step four we're st i'm still i'm still talking about step four here oh okay, okay. I'm still I'm on step i already four. moved I over to step, step five i already moved over to step five um no not yeah five. because on page 60 69 here 69 did we just unjustifiably arouse jealousy suspicion or bitterness where we at fault, should we have done what we should we have done uh, better? We got this all down on paper. If you really take a look and really get into this deeper, it's blaming even the victim, you know, a victim of something, we place the blame on ourselves. We become the victims. We're the we're the victim. And only God can do it. It says at the bottom, it says, God alone can judge our sex situations. It says God alone can judge our sex situations. And then it says person is often desirable, but we let God be the final judge. So we want, we want God to judge our sex. You know, in other words, look, it's all, it's, it's, a, it's, I, I call Alcoholics Anonymous a religion because I was in a religion. I know confession. I know I'm making amends. I know all the rituals of the Catholic church. And it says that God is the final judge, okay? So I had to confess my sins, do penance, and amend my life, amen. 
that's that's what we say in in the Christian fellowship. Then at the bottom it says, in this book you read again and again that faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves. So it gets back to faith. Everything is a faith. I don't have faith in a lot of things, okay? Some things I don't believe in, so I don't have faith in it. We hope you are convinced now that God can remove whatever self-will, that's on page 71 at the top, has blocked you off from him. It all goes back to self-will, giving your will and your life over to the care of Alcoholics Anonymous. It says God, but it means Alcoholics Anonymous. If you have already made a decision, take an inventory. To me, it robs me of my self-will. Faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves. That's not true for me. And uh, if sex is very, uh, here, here's a little thing right here. If sex is very troublesome, now it's saying, you know, because see amends in the Catholic church, amends, you make amends, you confess your sins and you're forgiven. Now, but if you do it over again, Okay, so it says here, if sex is very troublesome, if you do it over again, okay, we throw ourselves harder into helping others. So if sex is a real big problem with me, I'll help others, you know, and we think that their needs will work for them. So what it's saying is if, if sex is very troublesome, we throw ourselves into harder helping others. Let me tell you something, all I got to do, not me personally, um, uh, but if somebody has a sex addiction or something, all they got to do is do some more 13 stepping. You know, they, they go to their knees, they ask God or their sponsor to forgive them and they're forgiven. And then they're, they're cured again. And then because it's not dealing with the, the, the true nature of the root causes, which are very deep, deep down, which possibly, I know for me, it's taken me years. I'm still figuring out stuff about my relationship with my wife, my children, and my grandchildren, and life. I'm still figuring this shit out. So, and most of the stuff that I figured out didn't come from Alcoholics Anonymous, believe me. It came from a lot of other things that I incorporated into my life. And today it comes from me, totally from me. What else on that third step? I mean, fourth step, Joe. I mean, if I'm going in reading this book and I, uh, more of, more of me doesn't want to stop drinking than it does. And I don't have a desire to change. Uh, I'm going to read God alone can judge our sex situation to uh, we hope you are convinced now that God can remove whatever self will has blocked you off from him. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm, I'm tapping out dog. I'm done. This is wh what are you talking about? This is crazy. You really want me to read this and do what this is telling me? Like, like <laughs> I'm out. This is this. This is why they tell you to have a sponsor so the sponsor can explain it to you in a way that you're not going to just totally bounce on the whole program. Uh, but I stayed with it because I want to stop drinking. I don't want to drink anymore. Okay. Uh, 
that's that's why I stay with it because I was out of options. I was already I already decided that I'm going to keep my mind open. But like I said the last episode, you keep your mind open, but be aware of bullshit. Like you know that be uh, aware of dog sign on the fences. They got to put that on the big book. This is be aware of bullshit before you open the book. Yeah, I think you said it. You said you said you have a desire. If you have more of a desire to stop drinking, that's what you want. And that's what your intention is, your care. Care means energy. So you're putting your energy and your care and your will into this desire, which I know you are. You're not drinking. You're not drunk. You're, 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 they call sober. Sober just means not drunk, you know. And uh, just fire beware. The big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, stay in, don't run, and uh, more will be revealed to us all. Step four, deprogramming. That's Alcoholics it. Anonymous deprogramming podcast. Thanks for joining us. There you go. There you have it, baby. You know what I mean? Thanks for Look, Joe... Did you have a drink today? No, I did not. I didn't because I didn't want to. I choose abstinence. So do I go around telling everybody, hey, Bobby didn't drink today? No. You know, it's like I don't feel like it. Like no big deal. That's it. Simple as that. Stay sober. Stay safe and healthy, my friends. Stay safe and healthy. Come check us out at Anonymous Addiction, My Truth About AA, as Bobby C. sees it. Go to Facebook. You'll see Joe and I doing these, uh, the, the alcohol deprogramming podcast. You know, we're going to probably do it once a week until Joe gets tired of me. And, uh, you know, check, check it out. And when Joe goes back to meetings, man, he's going to come back and wait till he sees what he didn't see. Oh, I'm going to come back and I'm going to say, Bobby, see, damn it, you're going to have to come to meetings. Meetings yeah. make, meeting makers make it, damn it. I'm going to be a whole oh, new person. God. You better watch out. I'm going to drink the juice, Bobby oh, C. Man. You might get me back in. Damn. <laughs> so you can, I'll listen. You check out Brutally Sober Podcast. I'm on Instagram, too, Brute Sob or something like that. If you care to find it, you'll find it. I'm on Twitter, too, posting up these videos. And uh, that's a wrap. Anchor. Anchor. You're on Anchor. Anchor FM. Anchor Brutally FM. Sober. Brutally Sober. Anchor FM. Yeah, Bobby C. Yeah, Bobby C. Bob, Bobby C. Uh, on Anchor FM too. Anonymous addiction. I think Joe might have got me hooked up with that. All right, everybody. Sorry we took up so much time with this uh, deprogramming stuff, but uh, we'll be on four. We'll be five next time. Five, six, seven. It's going to be an easy one. Wait till you see that. <laughs> Take care, Joe. I'm have a great. Uh, everybody have a great Passover. Easter, or if you don't celebrate nothing, if you're like me, everything is cool. Just have a good, good day today. That's all we got is now. That's it. Just today. For now, signing off.